0: The occurring topic that people seem to be talking about is driver thickness right the material of, of a planar magnetic diaphragm is what we're going to be talking about for the most part and how the thickness affects the sound the performance how much does it matter so for a while there's been a bit of a race to the bottom so to say to try to make the diaphragm as thin as possible because everyone thinks well surely that makes a better headphone the thinner the better i want this thing to be one atom thick
1: now let's just mm-hmm. say that we should state that we kinda stayed out of that race. We have we have really thin material and we didn't we don't specify what that is. But there were others racing on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we were kinda out of it, but there was a race. But in general there were a handful of companies that <laughs> Yeah, nano the word nano yeah. started popping yeah. up in front of uh, thicknesses. Right. Nanometer.
0: For a while it was good. Yeah. Marketing, I yeah, suppose. Right? right? Yeah, I it guess nobody push. really does that anymore. Right? No, it kind of stopped. Yeah. Well, the reality of it is, it
1: was irrelevant to the end user. Mm-hmm. It was basically how does it right. sound, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a silly thing, right? When this was happening, you look at what people were saying about the sound between these different products, and of course, inevitably there was a handful of people that owned various generations before this thickness war started and after, and you really didn't see a whole lot of people saying, "Wow." I couldn't imagine something could improve so much. This is vastly superior in every way. You didn't see a whole lot of that. In general, people are just like, "Mm, it's a good headphone, but (laughs) it's not like some crazy radical change.
1: And the reason for that is because other factors are involved. It's not just about thickness. If it was that simple, we'd all just go thin and call it a day until we were down to an atom thick, right? Which, Mm -hmm. I guess that's a new thing. Now people are doing atom thick coatings and... Yeah that's, know, yeah, that's common. That's actually very, very common. Yeah, you know, which,
0: I mean, it's, it's, again, it's true. It's well, that true. is part
2: of it. I mean, it's not just the physical driver material. It's also the trace and whatnot, thickness yeah. and everything. So, yeah, there's a well, lot involved.
0: The trouble is we live in a world where things can be very, very difficult to do at times. So, unfortunately, if things are very, very difficult to do, usually you run into a lot of variants, a lot of issues, Um, and this usually presents itself as comparatively worse quality than you would get for something that's easy. And now I think this requires clarification, so I'll expand on that. Oh, no. Mm. (laughs) There's a bit of discussion here. All right, calm down.
1: Is this lions and tigers and bears? Yes.
0: You have two sides of the equation here, right? You have the thinnest diaphragm that you could physically manufacture, and that's light. So you think, okay, it's easier for it to start, stop, move. It's easier for it to closely mimic the input waveform. So your music, right? It moves faster. So it plays your music closer to how it's supposed to. Supposedly, allegedly, Mm -hmm. right? And on the other side, you have a really, really heavy driver, thick, sturdy. It has no issues, appreciably. With the diaphragm moving non-linearly, like it doesn't doesn't wrinkle or roll or flex or crinkle, doesn't have any of these issues.
1: When it's told to move, the whole thing moves. The whole thing evenly. moves
0: perfectly
2: because it's a dump truck, like right? a sheet of right? One <laughs> inch thick of steel plate, <laughs> a of right? Seat. It's there's they no used issue to do that. actually yeah, steel drivers. Yeah, and headphones. We're Did talking they? like yeah, like 1923. One man. inch thick steel plate. Not one uh, inch, inch. but that had to be brutal. Steel, but yeah, get out. Yeah,
1: I didn't even know that. I could see why you don't see any of those anywhere. No, <laughs> would be,
2: so. Expanding on this idea, yeah, yeah. You have you These you two you drop the thing, and a cone just rips right. No, so you just take them up. They're just this little thin steel disc. Oh. See, oh boy! Oh jeez! So got you have it. your one atom thick That's driver, also right? a flat, a flat, a flat driver. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I gotta see a picture of that. We gotta pull up a picture. I, I think I've we never ha- s- I
2: think we no, no. I've never. S- oh, I know
1: what you mean. Oh, you mean the old carbon style. Um, yeah, like drivers that used did to that put in too. phone in yeah. phone sets. Yeah. I didn't even know. I'm not sure if those are still, but maybe there was a thin plate of yeah. something, and it was flat. Very know. rigid.
0: That's metalized something.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a darker bluish color. I might have been anodized. I don't remember. Anyway, we'll look that up. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll put it in the notes. But mm. yeah, the old the old carbon receiver. Yeah, but I, I mean, we phone had. Set, a, your Jerry sets, had them. Telephones, old
2: telephones. Yeah, headphones that had a plate. Yeah. They're really old.
1: Now i got a set that's like that. It might be like that, too. we will have to look. Yeah. yeah. We'll
2: have to look. That's b anyway. B-roll of them. Anyway. Beautiful. What, what were you going to say? Anyways.
0: <laughs> so you have two sides of the equation, right? You have your one-atom-thick driver, amazingly thin, about as light as mass as possible. The other side, you got your inch-thick steel plate. Dump truck, super rigid, no real issues other than accelerating this huge mass. Mm. Both sides present challenges. The super, super lightweight, thin one, very, very fragile very difficult to deal with mount tension difficult to get a trace pattern on it and now the trace pattern has actually comparatively huge mass Mm. Uh, which presents other challenges. Because now you have this huge mass of trace, which is where the force is actually being part yeah, of. Kinda like that's kind of right, like gluing a wire to nothing. Right, it's gluing a wire to incredibly like taking, thin film. Think of taking
1: a piece of tissue paper, like a toilet paper, mm-hmm. and then putting a wire on it and gluing it and saying, okay, drive. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how it pro- works. Yeah, you're running into some real delicacy issues there. Well, all yeah. the forces are yeah. on
0: this trace. And so you're moving this incredibly thin membrane from just this wire glued on it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, in between it, it's going to wrinkle, distort, flex. It's going to have all kinds of issues. Right, Flex rigidity. Right. Mm-hmm. And now your one-inch steel, steel plate traces meaningless compared to that. Mm. No issues at all. You move that wire, the whole thing's moving as comparatively dead perfect. Yeah, it can't twist or, right? or torque or anything. So, you see the issues on both sides. Now, one would imagine somewhere in the middle is where you want to be. Mm. Obviously, both are a little ridiculous. They both don't really work practically. The Quite atom extreme, thick, yes. you look at it, and it's going to pop a hole through it. And the steel plate, well, that's ridiculous, right? It's way, way, way too heavy. It'll be terrible. But there's always an optimal thickness, and that's the trouble. Well, I think in
1: audio, you'll look at it as it's kind of like in a lot of things, too, psychology and stuff. They kind of look at things on a bell curve where, you know, there's, it's, it goes up, it peaks, and it goes back down. And you want to be up here somewhere, you know, yeah. the mean, I the average, mean. the, you know, and I, the, you kind of got to look at it that way, where you, you, can, you could go thin, 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 and you reach a point where for that particular driver, that's right where you want to be. And you keep going thinner, now it goes downhill, it goes the other way. And uh, that goes for any of the drivers. Mm-hmm. It goes for any of them.
2: Dynamic, uh, electrostats, all the same thing. But there's more factors than just the driver thickness, is right. the, the real takeaway here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Driver thickness is actually a very small portion of
0: the equation. Yeah. Really how the driver works, how it's designed, the magnet structure and whatnot. The acoustic impedance presented on this. Whether or not it's closely coupled to your head, whether or not it's an enclosed chamber and whatnot. All these things make a big difference on what driver you need. Uh, there really is no one size fits all. So for some people, maybe a thinner driver is better. But comparing the thickness of the diaphragm really isn't a useful metric.
1: Well, it's kind of like looking at you know how electrostats tend to be noted for not really doing the lower end base real well, and there's reasons for that, right? I
0: mean, well, yeah,
1: it's probably they probably need to use like the thinnest material you could find because the electrostatic force is weak relative to big an electrodynamic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can only move. You know, it only has so much power. I mean, these drivers are basically, in, in technical terms, they're called motors. Right, they're motor structure. You have a coil, you run uh-huh. current through it, and you create motion. Same it's concept. It's not that, that different than spinning a motor, but this way it's a linear motion. Mm. So um, it's they're motors. So think about how a motor works. Right, more power in, more power out type thing. More torque, and it's the same deal with uh, it's the same deal with this. Watts in produce acoustic pow- pressure out, mm. and little milliwatts in produce much less acoustic pressure out. So, well, yeah. So mass mass is one of the things that the heavier it is the more you got to push it the more power you need but by the same token you know lighter lighter items you push it too hard and they fall apart they break up They sound like shit so uh, you could kind of see where there's trade-offs in either direction
0: unfortunately most of the design is really just overcoming the combination of limitations you have presented to you, right? You always have the reality of the situation. There's, It always needs to be physically made. And there's difficulties with all different sides. You know, you, It needs to be a certain price. It needs to look a certain way. It needs to fit in a certain enclosure. It needs to do certain things. Uh, and there's only a finite number of ways to achieve it. And sometimes you come up with a really innovative solution that nobody's ever done before. But all that typically does is expand the envelope a little bit of how you could get your job done. Um, you still have realities. And so it's still best we know near impossible to make an amazing driver one atom thick. Yeah. Um, well,
2: maybe you can make one. It's like a lab <laughs> it, would, it
0: would be incredibly challenging to have it anything. It would play like music that. for 30
1: seconds yeah. and then fall um, apart. It would have
0: to be made out of some incredibly, incredibly strong, rigid material for it to not yeah. just break at any type of gentle waft across. And
1: it. even then, what would it sound like? Because you don't right. know till you try. Is it necessarily better?
2: Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Chances are
1: it won't. Chances are it won't perform the way you would think it would. Well,
2: chances are it wouldn't matter because you couldn't actually manufacture it. Well, that's true. <laughs> you
1: know? But even if you could make one, you yeah. see that all the time, like in science and it's in the R and D side, and especially in you know in colleges and stuff, where they're always trying to come up with new materials, yeah. new this, new that. And you see reports of how they made this, and I've been watching this for years because mm. we're always looking for new materials ourselves, and invariably they'll come up with something, and they'll, they'll probably apply for a patent, you know, and the college owns the rights to it. The
0: reality is we live in the real world. There's always limitations. There's advantages and disadvantages to both sides. So the best approach for you is going to be dependent on your design.
1: So anyway, invariably, these these, uh, these colleges are always, you know, writing these papers, going, look what we did. Look what we did. We we're the first to do this, and it does this, and, you know, it's an amazing this. It's a material. and When you hit it with photons, it produces electricity, mm. right? So it's like wow look at, so they look there there's always after that usually at the end there's a forward looking statement like just think of the possibilities.
0: You see that a lot with solar cells. Everyone's always saying, look at this research paper showing 99.99% efficiency. And And everyone expects in six months, we're going to see this amazing... Yeah, it never happens
1: because to make that a commercial reality is the hardest part. It's that leap of thing that I talked about where you got a crystal ball, okay, you see where you want to (laughs) be. right? Right. But it takes you 20 years to get there because, okay, we did this once Mm -hmm. in a lab in this tiny Petri dish. Now, how do we make this worldwide
0: and it's all of a sudden you can't for almost every industry that's exactly the way these things are it's a bit more prevalent some of the others but there's always something that can be done theoretically but nobody knows how to really make it manufacturable it's so expensive and difficult to do it's just not practical yeah they
1: probably spent tens of millions of dollars to get to the one right Right. and so how 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 do you make it reliable how do you make (laughs) it repeatable right well we can't do that yet (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah, I've seen a few things like that, materials that have come out, and now it's been like five or six years later, I mean, and there's nothing. still nothing. Yeah, because
1: yeah. we're we're kind of following up yeah. on it, going, "Oh, that looks promising. Yeah. We might be able to use that." Never yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah, you know, just for whatever reason, the chances are it's money. I mean, it, well, that's, that's someone realizes that, rupture, that they're yeah. going to need it's a shit sh- yeah. ton of investors to yeah. deal with this. And in, in, in the end, are you going to make anything on it? Is it really
2: well, – where they never is its value like a, in, the, like in, a, a, in the world? A specific application usually. It's like, well, it could be used for this. It could be yeah. used for this. So. Yeah, it
1: just has this amazing feature. Yeah. But they haven't quite figured out what to do with it yet. Yeah, and you can't make it. <laughs> and you can't make yeah. it. By the way, we can't make it yet. And you're
2: not out yeah. advertising it or anything. Oh, we have a new process for you. You know, yeah. so if someone has to stumble upon it, and be like, it oh.
1: this stuff is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, and especially at a college level, it's great because think about you know these undergrad students are learning a shit ton about making things. You know, which is ultimately great. what yeah. we do. What we should be doing. What we do in the U.S.? That's what we should do. We make things. We should be making things. You know, more things. So it's it's great, but yeah. But you got to, I think somewhere you got to think about practicality. Yeah, well. <laughs> and not in the end. <laughs> Maybe you should start thinking about it at the beginning. <laughs> but
2: well, then again, that would really stifle. You never really know, though, right? That would stifle it. Stifles yeah. innovation. Yeah, right. Well, as Elon said, it's like the design is easy. The manufacturing is hard. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for
0: some reason, consumers are so out of touch with that. They don't understand.
2: Yeah. It is
0: more often than not much, much easier to design something than it is to actually make it. Well, I think that's Making the problem. Making it is hard. Right. I <laughs> think
1: that's the problem. I think most consumers don't make things. Right. You know, they, they, they are consumers. They buy things that are already made for them. And... Uh, that that's an answer to a lot of people that i see and you know, a lot of bitches i see on forums and so on with all of the industries you know like what did you ever did you ever try making mm-hmm. this before and then you would start to realize why it's made the way it is right because you can't make it the way you think it should be it right. can't happen you know it well, sounds great on theory's paper. theory's easy
2: yeah you know it sounds yeah. great on paper and
1: we've probably already tried it t- 20 different ways to sundown and in the end the way it's made is the way it can be made that happens a lot. Well, granted, there's a lot of things that can be improved. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You, know, you could
0: always improve almost everything. Yeah, sure. I entirely agree with the fact that almost every product has a huge number of flaws and almost every design is wrong. Right. Um, but Until some are it less it. wrong than others. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> there's and always it, a way to improve almost everything. There, there is.
2: You know, there is. And then, then you've got to make it. Well, the other thing is sometimes the solutions are way you, – you overthink the solutions. They're way easier. <laughs> and you're like, man, we were, tr- we we're going way too complicated on this. Yeah, The easiest solution is usually the best. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Simp- and it's, it's very hard to make things very simple. Simpler or, is better. And work, that yeah. is. Yeah. Simple and work.
1: Yeah. That's kind of been something we've always worked on, though, is we always try to keep it as simple as possible, you know, to try to have one part do, do more than one job. Otherwise, you just have a bunch of parts. Hmm. Adds to weight, adds to complexity.
0: It's easier to just bolt parts on that oh, do yeah.
1: discrete jobs. Yeah, like Legos. You know, you just keep stacking it onto you. Yep. Get to what you want,
0: <laughs> the shape you want. It doesn't end up with a good product a lot of times. Though. No. You know, maybe there's some applications where you want it to be modular and serviceable, but it adds cost and complexity a lot of times, and it's not usually desirable. We have our we have our, we have our b-nome,
1: our bnome here. Well, he's our foam gnome right now. Foam he's got gnome. he's got a, 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 the inside of a Diana ear pad which we've been working on for a while on a new design which we just started shipping a few months ago, but uh anyway, he's uh he's our bee gnome. And, yeah, he makes honey. Oh, yeah. Does he know? Yeah. Mm. I don't think we ever tried honey on a driver before. I don't think you want no. to probably would attract bees and bird, mm-hmm. flies and insects so, definitely yeah but it would add mass we could maybe we could put on really thin oh uh, mass loading your drivers. if you heat it can will it dry <laughs> all right we don't want to use honey all right but mm-hmm. it's his idea because then it mm-hmm. perpetuates the species you need mm-hmm. more of him to get the more mm-hmm. honey to make drivers so kind of. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, if you made it to the end here, obviously we're losing it. Mm, (laughs) So so join us. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thumbs us up if you like this. Take care of yourselves.